0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA front office show. Crazy weekend in the NBA. A lot going on and a lot to break down. But I got to ask Keith, have you done any Cyber Monday shopping? That's something you've gotten into? I I did
1: kind of. Um I w- <laughs> so I pulled kind of a shady deal. I went to, I needed to get a couple new pairs of jeans. Yeah. And I went to the store just to try them on and see what they fit like. And then I was going to order them online. But the store honored the Cyber Monday deal and yeah. it gave it to me in store. So, so, hey, it all worked out. In the end, and the, the the sales folk at the store get the commission off it, so uh, that's a win for everybody. I think. There but, you go. But that was it. Not, nothing, <laughs> nothing big for me. There's, there's there's nothing really I need, I guess. Uh, other than I needed a couple new pairs of jeans. What about you?
0: Uh, we got a new uh, like fireplace insert, which I know is a random thing, but the weather's getting colder, so we're like, yeah, we, we really want to get this, and so we got uh, we got that, and uh, that was I think our big. Expense. i ordered a new pair of (laughs) running shoes that was that was about it nothing too super exciting or anything like that but uh but i do have my my laptop is on the way though so my laptop is still on the way that'll be here in a few weeks I'm excited about that. Unfortunately, that didn't fall under Cyber Monday, but maybe I should have waited and got the extra Apple deal, the gift cards and stuff that went with it. But in any nor, event, nor did
1: my uh, laptop fall under that. But uh, but yeah, I mean, we're, we're both, uh, you know, amped up technology here soon. Yep, that's and, right. and that's that's perfect. So, yeah, we're uh, we're we're doing well.
0: Uh, let's get into it sucks. I hate getting into this, but Michael Porter, Jr., uh, this is just terrible news came out this morning. Adrian Wojnarowski first reported that Michael Porter Jr. for the Denver Nuggets will undergo a surgical procedure on his back and will be out indefinitely. And then Shams Tarania followed that up by saying essentially this is going to be a season ender for Michael Porter Jr., which was the fear uh, when he went out with this back issue. Uh, Just signed that new contract, tough blow for the Denver Nuggets. Keith, I saw you put up there on Twitter, hopefully this doesn't become that Nuggets team where we're constantly saying, what if they were healthy?
1: Yeah, it it, it just, it sucks. It it really does. You know, Jamal Murray, who knows, does this change Mm -hmm. things for the Nuggets now? Do you just say, just... Sit it out and don't even come back this year. If you're Jamal Murray. do you still want him back? Spot action at the end of the year, you know? Well, what could that look like? Uh, Jokic has been hurt, uh, as well. He's clearly going to be okay and would should be back, uh, relatively soon. But yeah, they're sitting right now 10th in the West. Uh, they are, let me see, nine and 10. Uh, they've lost six straight. Um, just it's not good right now for the Nuggets and in, in the Porter stuff is scary you know my my favorite player of all times career was ruined because of back problems this is porter porter's third back surgery that he's had already in his career which is you know really kind of mm-hmm. wild if you think about it and since it's out there and people are asking about it is contract for the next four years, all four years fully guaranteed at about hundred and thirty-three million dollars. So starting at about twenty-nine point seven and moving up to thirty-six point nine through twenty-five, twenty-six, then that fifth year is twelve million guaranteed with some escalators based on all-star appearances and other criteria and the like that can escalate that up to thirty-nine point three million. Now the Nuggets would love to pay him $39.3 million in that fifth year because that would mean that he made it back healthy, right. made all-star teams and everything else. As far as uh, disabled player exception goes, because that's always a question when someone may be out for the year, uh, it would only be worth about $2.6 because it's only half of this year's salary uh, for Porter Jr., which is about $5.2 million, So probably not anything the Nuggets will look for. They don't have an open roster spot. But these are the guys who are out for for the Nuggets right now, currently. Nikola Jokic is out, uh Jamal Murray is out, Michael Porter Jr. is out, PJ Dozier is out, Will Barton has missed time. I mean that's essentially a starting group. Yeah. Right there. Only Aaron Gordon of the of their regular starting group is is uh you know healthy and has made it through through the season thus far. So it, it is just you know a massive blow to to this Nuggets team.
0: So let me ask you this I believe it was on our last show that we took a look at the standings and we said, is this the the West playoffs group? What What's in the playoff mix right now? Has that changed now with the Michael Porter Jr. injury? Does that cause the Denver Nuggets to fall out of the play-in tournament, even though they're currently sitting in 10th? And if so, who jumps up? Yeah,
1: it's, it's less about feeling good about the Nuggets staying in there than it is the teams behind that right because the reality is the thunder are not going to after you know a fun start where they were kind of frisky they've lost five in a row they're starting to sick guys on occasion and things like that they're gonna stay out the rockets win streak now two two in a row after losing a million in a row um they they're not gonna jump up there pelicans there's already a five and a half game gap
0: yeah that's the problem
1: maybe the spurs that's a three-and-a-half game gap. I feel like the Spurs are better than they, their record it is. I just I feel like they've played better. And then you have the Kings, but, boy, is it hard to trust anything with Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So I think Denver still makes it into the playing unless they really say forget it and they just decide, let's say, Jokic two in games and let's really just kind of let this thing uh, take its natural course here.
0: Do the Nuggets have their pick this year? I'm trying to remember if they traded this one away. I can look it up here. I just wasn't uh, wondering if you know the top of your up. head.
1: Uh, I think they have it this year. Yes, they have their pick this year. It is next year that they owe a lottery-protected pick uh, to Oklahoma City. So they keep it um, if, it's, uh, if it stays w- with them. Uh, that carries out for a couple years. And then they owe a pick to Orla- Orlando, correct?
0: So, I mean, you mentioned the, the bottom of the West is, is pretty yeah. weak. It's it's pretty weak, but maybe a little bit of incentive there where if the if the wheels just fall off for the Nuggets to just say, you know what, Jamal Murray, let's make this our San Antonio Spurs year where everybody was injured and then they wound up getting Tim Duncan. Sure. Let's do sure. that this year. Let's get a nice high draft pick and then we'll move forward from there since they do have their pick this year so um maybe a little bit of an ex- extra incentive there should the wheels really fall off but i think it's too soon for them to just completely pull the plug at this point they'll Agreed. probably reevaluate after the first of the year
1: yeah you gotta play it out too because you're also gonna see do the teams behind them win enough right. to even make it possible because otherwise then you're just losing games for
0: for nothing no good
1: reason right yeah. uh but yeah i would say it doesn't look great for them um the other team that would have been in that same boat maybe the memphis grizzlies but they got good Good news, all things considered on John Morant that, uh, he's only going to knee sprain after it looked like it was going to be far worse. So yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know. I guess I still feel like with Jokic back nuggets are still better than Memphis, Minnesota. They're, I don't know. They don't get any higher up the list. Uh, Kind of good news for your team, though, right? This is just another team now that they maybe don't have to contend with as they they push to try to get up into that uh, six range.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel it feels kind of gross saying it's good news because sure. I don't want to look at it through through that lens or anything like that, or or celebrate an injury. Certainly not. But yep. but yes, in terms of the standings, it certainly doesn't hurt uh the lakers or some of the other teams in the west that are sitting right there but but yeah you always hate to hear about an injury like this particularly about a young player that we were so high on uh and we both were pretty excited about the contract that he got i thought he was going to be worth yeah. it and all of that and now um for it to go this route hopefully he is able to heal up and we see him at 100 next season Agreed.
1: yeah i just worried back it's, it's just so yes. scary the, the you know, red so many flags. guys don't come back from it yeah yeah
0: absolutely uh, all right, let's move on to the Atlanta Hawks dealing with some injuries of their own Bogdan Bogdanovich dealing with a sprained ankle and then Cam Reddish dealing with a wrist issue as well. Their wing depth getting tested very quickly. Bogdanovich might be out for a couple of weeks here, whereas uh, Reddish is, is more of a day to day situation, but still uh, rough blow for the Hawks. The Hawks that are trying to gain some footing, trying to, to kind of bounce back here in the Eastern Conference, but uh, these injuries are not going to help.
1: Yeah, after a rough start, they've been playing pretty well. They, they actually won a couple road games, too, and started to look like they were going on a little run. The Knicks ended that uh, with a victory in Atlanta, and we're going to have more on the Knicks in, in a little while. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the the talks, they, you said it, their wing depth is going to be tested. DeAndre Hunter is out, uh, going to be out for – be a while if not the entire season bogdanovich it's going to be at least two weeks because that's when he'll be reevaluated. so a lot of times that is then you could throw another few days sometimes a week or more on top of that and then reddish is Sounds like it's just going to be can he make it through practices and can he play and and do that. So, yeah, a lot of minutes coming for Kevin Herter uh, on the wing, I'm guessing. uh, Probably Solomon Hill gets involved there. Uh, Timothy Lawu-Cabra will probably uh, get into the rotation some. But, yeah, maybe they go some uh, DeLon Wright and Trey Young minutes together in the backcourt. We don't see that very often with them. Uh, But, yeah, they're going to have to get creative here over the next uh, uh, at least couple weeks, if not uh, longer.
0: Uh, we do have some really good news, though. Obviously, so far, mostly bad news, but good news. Clay Thompson. Yeah. We're almost at the point where we can say welcome back. He's been assigned to the G League to get increased practice reps. That is a great sign that a return is imminent. The Warriors, of course, will play it safe. I'm not saying it's going to happen tomorrow, but once a guy gets assigned to a G League club to start getting those extra practice reps in, that's a good sign that the return is going to be sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah, not only Thompson, but James Wiseman, yes. too. Uh, they're, they're kind of going to go together. I, I like to imagine they, they, they road trip it together from, uh, from Oakland to Santa Cruz and, or San Francisco, I guess now all their operations are there, but, but they go from the Bay area down to, to Santa Cruz together. I think it's down. It's almost gotta be down. Um, that's my lack of California I, I should geography know this. coming in. Um, that. but yeah, I think, I think it's down my, uh, one of my nephews actually went to UC Santa Cruz. Uh, so I should know know better um but anyway they uh which do you know uc santa cruz's nicknames for for their sports teams i don't the banana slugs banana slugs yeah that and it's a pretty cool logo look it up if you have a chance if you have a chance but yeah yes it uh, is south south of san francisco
0: yeah look at that oh look at that they can they can take pch right down all the way down to said that's a nice drive i have driven that before it's a it's a nice one very scenic
1: yeah. So there it is. I can have a little bit of fun mm-hmm. uh, with that, but yeah, it's awesome. I hear that Clay Thompson, uh, you know, probably going to get back soon here. Uh, not like the Warriors really need the help. Um, they're eighteen and two. Uh, they they played. Uh, we're recording on Monday here. They played on Sunday afternoon, and uh, the referees managed to make Steph Curry pretty mad. And then Steph Curry went absolutely bananas uh, when nuclear. Uh, you know, not tying in banana slugs there at all. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, so he went uh, banana slugs. Yeah, that's it. One banana slugs on them. One bananas and slugged the Clippers right in the mouth and blew them out. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know huge tomorrow. Massive game. Warriors Suns. Yes. Uh, first time they're going to be twice this week. Um, that should be really fun. Warriors have won seven in a row. They're eighteen and two. Uh, Suns have won 16 in a row. They're 17 and three. So that that's that is must watch TV
0: uh th- this week when those two meet. How, how ridiculous is that? The Suns have won 16 in a row and are still in second place. I know that's and, insane. And from
1: the and think about it from the Warrior side, we went 18 and two to open the season and didn't even create any distance because <laughs> that's how, how good the Suns are. I mean, clearly Unreal. right now the two best teams in the NBA and I don't think it's no one could argue that they've both been so good
0: well Utah's point differential is actually better than the Suns but you can't argue Mm -hmm. with a 16 game winning streak I mean that's that's ridiculous
1: went in and handled the Nets uh with relative ease uh the other day too did did the Suns so yeah they're they're playing really really well uh, and just kind of keep plugging along there but yeah more warriors getting getting some reinforcements headed their way. Everything says in case anybody's wondering, Thompson and Wiseman are not expected to play in G League games. Yeah. This is all about uh practice reps, they'll scrimmage with the G League team and things like that. Uh, the reason why they do this is there's just not days in the NBA calendar they don't to get in 5-on-5 scrimmaging. They don't practice like that. Yeah, yeah, it's very very rare. So they they, they want to get them full 5-on-5 five five reps in, you know, doing their thing. So they'll they'll head down there uh, Thompson. It sounds like still we're we're still looking Christmas ish, probably just ahead of Christmas, uh, but but coming soon. We're only uh, less than let's call it three and a half four weeks away.
0: Last bit of news that we need to get into for this first segment of of today here is uh, Goran Dragic leaving yeah. the Toronto Raptors. Uh, I mean, look, hopefully everything is okay, but sounds like a personal reason, and uh, he won't be be with the team for a little bit while he deals with this.
1: Yeah. And Dragic has only played in a handful of games mm-hmm. this season. Uh we remember in uh, uh, when he was traded, he was on um, somebody caught him and got him on TV in Slovenia, basically saying, I don't want to go. I right. want to be uh, bought out or traded again. And, and there was all the rumors that he was going to be flipped immediately to the Dallas Mavericks that, that obviously didn't come to fruition there, but yeah, it's a, uh, First and foremost, let's hope everything is okay for Goran Dragic yeah. and his family and, and anything on that end. Uh, but yeah, this is uh, the Raptors very much made it clear this is with their permission and their support that there's not a no no one is a uh, real upset uh, here by that. So yeah, I think it's uh you know hopefully everything's okay. But my guess is we don't see him back with the Raptors at any point. He's either going to be traded
0: or he'll be bought out after the trade deadline. Yeah, yep. I imagine that's probably where this is headed. Let's take a quick break. You know, Sports Talk Radio can have a major influence on the lens that we view sports through and therefore can influence our betting decisions. If you miss the biggest sports headlines from the night before and wonder how that might impact this week's bets, you can relive the best in sports from the night before with BetMGM Tonight presented by Bet. MGM bet. MGM has a live show that does a great job of giving you the highlights from sports while providing a little bit of betting info as well just makes you more informed and more confident when you're placing your bets and it is a lot of fun. It's engaging. It's polarizing. It's relevant. You can get caught up in the sports betting world with a heavy dose of entertainment. Host Quentin Mayo from NBC Sports Washington and Ryan Horvat from 1250 AM The Fan and Trista Crick are joined by on-site correspondents to bring you insider information in real time. Every detail matters when you're making bets. BetMGM Tonight dives deeper to help give you the edge. It's fun to bet on the game. It's even more fun when you've got the inside scoop. Tune in to BetMGM Tonight presented by BetMGM. Listen on Odyssey, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Welcome back again. Trevor Lane here. You can find me on Twitter at Trevor underscore Lane, joined by Keith Smith. You can find him at Keith Smith NBA. Got a lot to break down today. You've got an issue going on in New York, a changing of the point guard, Keith Kemba Walker. Well done. Out of the. I you like that? You like that? <laughs> I that did. Was- I
1: like that. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. That-
0: so I, I wasn't either. I was kind of shooting from the hip and it uh, just-, just fired well, that connected. off. But it worked. It worked. Yeah. It worked. yeah. Um, Kemba
1: Walker, no longer going to start for the New York Knicks, no longer going to be part of the rotation for the New York Knicks. Uh, Tom Tom Thibodeau told reporters that today. Uh, His his statement was basically where we're going to move into a different direction. Uh, Tibbs said, uh, uh, I'm trying to find the actual quote um, with it, but it was essentially – Uh, Kemba Walker is out of the rotation as of right now. Alec Burks will start in his place. Uh, I'm going to tighten the rotation moving forward. It'd be tough to place three small guards together. So he's talking about Walker, um, Derek Rose, and Emmanuel Quickly there. And then Tibbs closed it with, I have great respect for Kemba Walker and all he's accomplished, which that is kind of the – kicker on the end there of yeah this is this is done and that that is uh that's scary um yeah with, with that so um yeah we're, we're gonna ultimately see where that goes but yeah i think it's probably closer to the end here for kemba um now at least in new york and and what's crazy trevor is he started the all-star game two seasons ago yeah started in the all-star game and was a deserving starter was playing great for the Celtics had had a knee, knee issue before. And then in that all-star game, he had, Nick nurse played him a lot. Uh, and there's been a lot of stuff that's gone back at Nick nurse saying like, you were trying to win this game for what reason? Uh, you know, why did he play so much and all those kind of mm-hmm. things. Uh, then he got re-injured and he's never been the same guy. So that's uh it, it's, it's tough. Cause I mean, Kemba is just, he, he's one of those good guys. Man, he is just – he's such a good guy. He's a nice guy. He's accountable. He really, you know, helps. But, yeah, the Knicks starting group has not been good this year they've really struggled uh Kemba has not been good so it's uh something was going to change and this is what the change is
0: well is this is this the end of his time in New York then because you look at his stats and you see okay he's averaging 12 points per game three assists uh 43 percent from the field 41 percent from three like if Kemba's done in New York there's other teams that would say sure we'll we'll give that a shot um sure. is that is that where this is headed and salary wise what can the Knicks do here
1: yeah, so he's $8.7 million this year. That's a nice chunk of change mm-hmm. of salary matching in a, in a deal. And then he is um, $9.2 million next year, fully guaranteed both years. Uh, so it's probably that nine point two. It's, you know, because there's, there's going to be teams. We talk about this all the time. There's going to be teams that need some point guard help, maybe mm-hmm. need some bench scoring help, need something uh, down the line. But it's where would where he go? Uh, with that, it's that 9.2 million that's tough next year because that's just a little less than the full mid-level exception money. So I, I don't know. I it's really hard because part of me says yeah, he's probably done, but then I also look at it and say, well, Derek Rose isn't exactly a picture of health either. He tends to miss some time and, and get get banged up and things like that. So maybe you want to kind of keep Kemba in reserve there. It's probably more of a if a trade comes along that they like. That can fill a need. You can go make it because the other thing they could do is they have Kevin Knox, who's about five point eight million of mm-hmm. essentially expiring money. You're at almost fifteen million there with, with those two guys. That starts to get really kind of interesting towards putting together a trade package to get get a helpful rotation
0: player. And you got to wonder how Kemba's feeling at this point too, because yes, you can yeah. you can put his salary in there, but let's not forget he gave back an awful lot of money to the Oklahoma city thunder in order to become a free agent. So he could sign with the Knicks. And now here we are a quarter of the way of, into the season. And it looks like it's over. We're going Carmelo Anthony of the Houston Rockets mm-hmm. route. Like that's, that's potentially the path that we are heading down right now. That's, that's gotta be a tough pill to swallow. If you're, if you're Kemba Walker.
1: Yeah. And brutal too. Cause Kemba is a, uh, He's a New York guy. Mm -hmm. He just was built up so much as his homecoming. He he talked about how he always wanted to play for the Knicks, and it just never really happened. And it's uh, yeah, and then just because it's you know Celtic centric related to it, uh, you know they've got to feel fortunate that they were able to get Al Horford in that trade because uh-huh. Horford looks pretty good is playing pretty well for the Celtics and, and just, you know, getting off that, that additional years old to Kemba, you know, pretty big, sorry, the puppies get a toy. So, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so we're, you know, it, it's just all around this. This is, this is rough. Cause it's just, you know, you love Kemba. Hey, let's stay in New York. because It wasn't it. on the rundown. Uh, but we're going to go, go to the other team, Brooklyn, Steve Nash just told reporters, Joe Harris is going to have a scope on his injured ankle. Um, and they'll, they'll have a better timeline after there's a, there's a bone part, a loose bone particle in the ankle that the surgery will address. So, mm. uh, that's, not that's good. tough, you know, for the net, for the nets rather, we talk about it all the time Their their margin for error is not what it once was. Uh, but yeah, it's, um. Yeah, you know, that that's tough cuz Joe Harrison is a very important player to them.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, he's incredibly important for their floor spacing and he's been great when he's been when he's been on. He's absolutely fantastic. This season obviously hasn't quite been the same, but I you know, maybe this will help him out long term. Hopefully it will, but this is going to be a rough blow in the meantime for the Nets. So things tough times in New York. You know, I'm looking down our our show notes here and I didn't this wasn't intentional when we put this together. But we we're basically talking about all really really good to all star level players from like four years ago. That's that's <laughs> that's the theme for today because next up, good point. Next up, yeah. we've got Demarcus Cousins. Yes. He's back. Boogie. Boogie is Boogie is back, and he's and he's with the Bucks, and it makes some sense. No Brook Lopez, they need another another floor spacing big maybe to kind of fill that role. Boogie Cousins can do that a bit. Of course, he's not Brooke Lopez defensively or anything like that, but he's a big who can shoot threes. So it makes some sense that the Bucs would uh, would take a flyer on DeMarcus Cousins.
1: Yeah, we spoke in our first segment about Michael Porter Jr. and back injuries. Brooke Lopez has been out for played in the first game. Then hmm. or he, he's played in one game. It may not have been opening night, but he's played in one game this year has been out with a back injury since and there's no real understanding of when he's going to be back so so that is that that's tough uh for the bucks they they definitely needed to add somebody else we saw cousins it showed still has something left he's not a mm-hmm. 30 minute a night game player anymore anything like that but he can still score can still rebound can still pass uh defensively yeah, we'll see. But the way they play that drop style, they can leave him back around the rim. Giannis covers for a lot of stuff for yeah. a lot of people. So yeah, I think this is a pretty good fit. And I think this will be um, you know, kind of kinda fun to see where this goes for uh for the um for the Bucks We're with Demarcus Cousins, it's gonna be a one year non-guaranteed contract. So Milwaukee will be able to get out of it. Uh contracts don't fully guarantee until January tenth. So they they'll they'll basically get a month-ish, month and a half-ish look mm-hmm. at uh, cousins and then we'll see where it goes from there.
0: Uh, a little more minor move. They also signed Javante smart to a two-way deal and waived Justin Robinson. So the box, you know, just yep. doing, doing and Javante
1: smart was filling it up in the G league. Just, I know people may not know he, he played summer league uh, with the Miami heat and then went to uh, um, also did uh preseason with the heat uh, and in the G league in five G league games, 22 points per game on 48% from the field and 39% from three. Um, so that's a you know that that seems to be me one where uh, the Bucks more we like this guy and we'd like to get him in yeah. uh, and not have not not risk somebody else snapping him up later. So uh, good news. Hey, follow up uh, from Woj Uh-oh. on um, on Joe Harris. Uh, his agent Mark Bartelstein tells ESPN Harris is expected to miss four to eight weeks. Oh, um, so yeah. Ouch. So let's let's do some math here, right? So we're talking Christmas yep. on the front end. And then we're talking sometime in you know late uh, January on the back end. Uh, so yeah, so you're you're basically gonna push this up to you know really kind of interesting spot here. So yeah, um, you yeah, know, very uh, curious to see which end this this really goes. Is it closer to the four, closer to the eight, something in the middle? But but yeah, I, I would say sometime into the well into the holidays before we're gonna see Joe Harris again.
0: Tough blow. For the nets right now um one player another former star who is trying to get back out on the court john wall did meet with the houston rockets but apparently there is a disagreement over exactly what his role would be if he comes back now wall did respond to this on on twitter Uh, i saw him he responded to an account i don't remember who it was but uh basically suggesting that this was not true or something to that effect but still uh, there's something that's going on here. According to Woj, the holdup is a difference in opinion in what Wall, Wall's role would be. Wall wants to start the Rockets want him to come off the bench. Ah, uh, I mean, it's tough if you're in John Wall's situation, because if you start coming off the bench now, teams are going to see you as a bench player that can impact you moving forward. I understand his reluctance to do that. He's always been a starter talent wise. He probably should be a starter on this Rockets team, but they're not trying to win games right now. So that changes yep. the equation I don't know where this is, this is headed. I mean, it should be headed to a divorce here, right? Wall should be leaving the Rockets, but that salary, you can't move <laughs> it. And if he's not gonna give back a bunch in a the buyout, they're kind of stuck with each other.
1: Yeah, we, we've covered that kind of ad nauseum. Yeah. It's
0: 91 million, that's
1: not going anywhere Where would that. So um, yeah, I think the challenge with this situation is what, what we're hearing is The kind of credible reports are Wall wants to start, wants to play um, a good amount, uh, or wants at least the opportunity to compete for a starting job and those kind of things. That's not crazy, right? I mean, this is a guy who... To get to the level he got to as a basketball player mm-hmm. you you're obviously a competitive person so he just wants to compete he wants to be out there he, he's been a starter probably my guess is uh basically his entire life as a basketball player um he's probably always been one of the best players on his teams and has started uh, so that part doesn't surprise me it doesn't surprise me that the Rockets are like yeah we're not so cool with that right. like we're happy to play you 15 20 minutes a night off the bench but you know starting nah, not really where we want to go i think the suggestion which is the tweet that you referenced that wall replied to and said that's a lie that suggestion was he wants to start have a green light and basically be allowed to do whatever he wants that's probably going way too far with things Uh, my guess is he wants the opportunity to compete and start the rockets are we'll play you basically in place of dj Augustin and play you you know 15 20 minutes a night as a backup and go there and he doesn't want to do that so it kind of is what it is at this point.
0: That does make some sense uh, if, that's, if that's the way this is going. But we'll see what happens with uh, with John Wall in the long run here, if he is able to get back out on the floor and if they can iron things out with the Houston Rockets or might the NBA step in if uh, the Rockets just refuse to put him back out there. We'll see where yeah. this goes. Uh, another former star, one that you're very familiar with, Keith, Isaiah Thomas yeah. uh, led the U.S. to an Open World Cup qualifying Win. Now, i haven't been following this this tournament that much or any anything like that but just isaiah thomas popping up as being a name that was that was helping lead the team to a win i mean that's that's uh, that's pretty amazing considering what he's been through at this point
1: yeah it, it's really cool so what they did was because obviously nba players are not available to mm-hmm. go through the world cup qualifying this is these are qualifiers for the 2023 fiba world cup uh, so what they they did was they pulled a whole bunch of guys out of the G League, uh, and then they 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 reached out to a couple other veteran players, Isaiah Thomas being one of them, and Isaiah Thomas uh, is joined the team uh, uh, before training camp started and is playing now uh, with the team in these qualifiers. He he had a big game, scored 21 points, uh, big fourth quarter and hit a huge three pointer, uh, which basically sealed the game. And it was a day Celtics fans will get this when he was on the, the, the Celtics PA announcer, as they do. Right. They all have these pet calls for for their players. Whenever he would hit a big three pointer, it was IT for three. (laughs) And like when I saw it, that he instantly, like I heard it in my head. Uh, Eddie Palladino, the Celtics PA guy, I could hear it. So um, super cool for him. Also notable after the game, uh, Isaiah Thomas said, his goal remains to get back into the NBA. That's what he wants to mm-hmm. do, but he's always happy to wear the team USA Jersey whenever he can. Cause he did this before for the team and qualifiers as well. Um, but what he is, his bigger point was I am, uh, I forget how he put it exactly. So I'm gonna paraphrase it slightly. But if an NBA opportunity doesn't come, I may need to look overseas. And that has been something he's been reluctant to do uh to this point. So may maybe uh, you know, a good run here. We'll see. He got a 10 day last year with the Pelicans and looked okay uh during that period. My my belief is this guy could still help a team oh, yeah. as a scoring guard off the bench. Um it's just, you know, it's gotta be the right Right, right team, right opportunity. And as we're seeing, though, maybe small scoring guards, as we talked about with Kemba Walker earlier, mm-hmm. maybe that's kind of going a different direction.
0: Yeah, uh, it, it seems to be the Way things are going, particularly if, like, let's say Kemba Walker hits the market, let's say John Wall somehow sure. gets a buyout or something like mean, oh, that, minutes. that just knocks Isaiah Thomas's yeah. prospects down because he's going to be below those guys in terms yeah. of getting NBA opportunities. So we'll see what winds up happening with him. But last thing we got to get into is almost a I don't know if I want to call this funny, but the Jokic brothers are like becoming a thing to the point where Udonis Haslam had this statement about there about uh, the the Jokic brothers coming to Miami he said, I keep hearing about the Jokic brothers buying tickets to come to the game. They better stay in line and don't come down there and start trouble. Miami is my city. It's my city. I feel like like Uranus Haslam is like Batman or something trying to protect Gotham here from the, the Jokic brothers are, are coming in. Um, don't start nothing. Won't be nothing. Ain't nobody messing with your brother. We come to play basketball. Uh, Udonis Haslam making it pretty clear that he doesn't want any issues with the Jokic brothers. Uh We saw what happened with the Morris, uh, with the Morris twins, the Morai, uh, what happened with the Jokic brothers. So this is like becoming a thing where yeah. I don't know, it becomes this, this contested situation.
1: Yeah. And now what I will say for Udonis Haslam's uh, side here is he was very clear, kind of the, the elder statesman of the nba mm-hmm. if you will at this point he was asked um after the incident you know what happened and he basically said it shouldn't have gone that way on anybody's side and uh has a ton of respect for nikola Jokic, and basically uh-huh. what happened happened let's leave it there now now there's this story of right the nuggets are going to play in miami Jokic's brothers are buying tickets they're coming and, right. and then chasm's basically saying hey let's you know Let's just keep it on the court. Let's not do any foolishness. I kind of envision Udonis Haslam being being at this point, yo, know, in life. He's 41 years old, right? He's he's uh he, he's closer to my age than any other NBA player is. Um I just imagine him being like waking up and being like, I'm I'm too old for this crap. Like I'm I don't want to deal with this. Yeah, <laughs> lethal the weapon thing,
0: right, yeah, kind of.
1: <laughs> yeah. Here's the other thing I'll say is when Udonis Haslam says Miami is his city, he is one. Hundred percent spot on with this. So, Udonis Haslam was in um, high school in Miami, went, grew up, Mm -hmm. went to high school in Miami, uh, graduated high school in 1998. So, that was four years up to 1998. Then he spent uh, four years just a little further north in Gainesville, Florida, um, playing for the University of Florida. Then one year in France um, after he uh, joined. Uh, one per pro and then every year since then since 2003 he's been on the Miami Heat so Unbelievable. there is no NBA player that is more connected to their city than Udonis Haslam is currently playing in the NBA and I don't mean that because he's a star player or anything like that nobody else has that length of time history in there in one city that is currently playing in the league and that's There's a reason why he keeps getting contracts or they keep Mm -hmm. bringing him back and those kind of things. So just kind of to close out when he says Miami's my city, he's not messing around. Miami is his city. One hundred percent.
0: Yeah, he's absolutely right. And I'm trying to look on the, on the schedule here to see when Miami takes on the Nuggets. It's coming up pretty soon. I know that. Um, Let me pull up their schedule so we can see it. Oh, there it is. Uh, Oh, it's, it's it's tonight. It's today. It's tonight. Yeah. Yeah. They're taking yeah, That's going to be on. Right that's going to be on NBA TV uh, tonight. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be at 730 Eastern. Eastern. So hopefully, hopefully cooler heads prevail and nothing winds well, up we happening. Well, we don't
1: even know if Jokic is going to play. if right. He's not going to play. So my guess is. Much like Isaiah Stewart and LeBron, the the rematch, uh, nothing is going to happen. Yes, and we're just going to play basketball because that's how this stuff goes. And that's you really know, what there's very won. few guys that are out for blood for you know months and weeks later.
0: Exactly. Uh, in situations. Exactly. All right, everybody. Uh, Let us know your thoughts on all of this. Kemba Walker potentially out in New York, everything going on there, all the other stories that we dove into. Let us know your thoughts in the comment section down below. Don't forget to subscribe right here to the NBA Front Office YouTube channel. Turn on those notifications as well. Till next time, stay safe and see you.